0: Low Elo is made possible by listeners just like you.
1: And by Audible. Visit audiblepodcast.com slash low elo for your free audiobook download. For centuries, mankind has endeavored to create life. Tonight, I, Dr. Y. will finally succeed. Behold!
2: Here kitty. So sorry, Master, the cat.
1: Never mind the cat. I'm creating life. <clears throat> Behold! Hey, Doc, what's up? Dave, damn it! I'm an evil scientist here, and I'm about to make history.
0: Oh, yeah? Uh, what are you doing?
1: I'm bringing life to this tiny, dead, ugly thing.
0: Yo, what is it? It's like some kind of ra-
1: Cease your vocalization! Igor! Uh, sorry, I mean, Christian, just put another Red Bull in its mouth. Behold! <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> it's alive. Rin's alive. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: So what's going on?
0: Oh, we need you to support so I can go Garen mid. You're listening to the only League of Legends podcast that can easily kill everyone. You're listening to Low (laughs) Elo.
1: This is Low Elo, episode 91. I'm your host, Dr. Y. and with me as usual is my assistant Dave Quarles, a.k.a. Compy386.
0: Probably wearing a t-shirt that says, this is my costume.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) I said probably. No. you're that guy at the party, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sharing a chair again for the first time in a long time is Rin the Yordle and uh, Christian Felt, a.k.a. All Your Base, one, two, three.
2: Yo, yeah, what's up? Yeah, what's yeah. Up? Shut up, Christian. Welcome
1: back, Rin!
3: <laughs> Woo! Woo! I blame you guys for not feeding me.
0: Yeah, well, for those of you who were wondering where Rin was, she was dead and strapped to a slab in Jeff's basement. I mean, Doctor Whitecotton's. I have y. weird
1: hobbies. She was like that when I got <laughs> Yeah, but so, it, uh-huh. it turns out that you know Rin the Yordle is kind of like a sea monkey. You just like throw water on it and then it comes to life.
0: Or is that what where not- you chop off one piece and it'll grow a whole new one? Or that's starfish. Sorry.
1: Yeah, or please
3: <laughs> no you or you all stay away from me we ain't doing any more tests i don't know what y'all did when i was dead and you ain't gonna like cut off my ear or something okay okay we're we're good here
2: yeah um, anyway you know it's one thing sharing a chair with rin but it's another thing sharing a chair with someone who's just a reanimated corpse
0: <laughs> yeah
2: it's kind of it's a little smelly so now
0: you can understand how she feels
1: Mm. (laughs) Uh, This week, Season 4. It's here to make a whole big mess of things. We'll put a lot of the changes, or at least the rumor of changes, into perspective. Uh, Don't forget, we've been through this before. We'll get through it. But before we get into that, the team builder. The apocalypse has finally come. No! I, I believe we predicted that this day would mark uh, would herald the end of days
0: oh, oh my god But
1: it's it's really not that bad is it
0: well and we used to joke about this we'd get this question a lot you know yeah, and it's something yeah. that's been talked about a lot over the, the years. question
1: the question goes something like <clears throat> hey low elo i really don't like to have to fight for my position wouldn't it be better if there was a dungeon finder kind of like in in world of warcraft where I could select that I want to be the AD carry, and it just cues me with other people who want to be the mid and the support?
0: And here was our answer. <laughs> oh, no, no, that would not be better. <laughs> no, but, that's not a good idea. But, you know, going on what are, you know what we have learned from the past, which is what you should do as a scientist, um, if they just transplanted the WoW Dungeon Fighter into League, it would be terrible. And that's what we were talking about. But what they're actually doing looks like it could be cool.
1: Yeah. It turns out that, uh, you know, rather than just accepting that it's a terrible idea, Riot went and did this thing like, uh, okay, well, why is it people are asking, <laughs> yeah, these like quest- or asking for they this innovated. feature? Yeah. <laughs> like, what could we do to actually introduce something that addresses the wants and desires of the population that are asking for a feature of, uh, like this without doing harm to the game? And I think they've struck a, an interesting medium. Maybe they're not entirely the way there, but I'm not ready to, you know, just kind of shove this one to the side and say terrible. No one will ever use it. You know, it's uh, basically what's that map that nobody plays?
0: Uh, Dominion.
1: Oh right, it's Dominion 2.0. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> well, that wasn't a mistake that I like. I actually forgot the name of the map. So.
0: Then- <laughs> And everyone's like, you know, speculating and light put a big post on it. He, he alleviated a lot of like the first fears, but there are still some that I think people have, uh, you know, like you can queue as something, get accepted, um, and then just not do that. I mean, there's no way. <laughs> I mean, the example what? you gave earlier, Jeff, was somebody queue as jungle Olaf and then get accepted by the leader and then say, no, I'm going top. Right. I mean, you can't stop someone from doing something in a game.
1: Yeah, so. let's, let's be clear. There's, <laughs> there's really no solid mechanism to prevent somebody from, on a whim, deciding that they want to be an asshole. Really can't do anything about that. Now, consistent, you know, jackassery. That, they've, the tribunal and all of that, they've been working towards it for a long time. But uh, the way this works... I think that there's a decent case. The study, you know, once they roll it out of the population, it'll be okay. Um, <clears throat> the way, if you haven't read through the forum posts and uh, you haven't been following along, the general idea is is that in this queue, and it will start off as a separate queue, so it's not like suddenly normals are going to change or something like that. There's going to be a team builder queue, where you can choose to either queue as the team be- builder, which is kind of the leader. Or you can choose to queue as a team member. If you're the person who decides to build the team, then you get in, you choose your champion and your position on the map, but you also choose what positions you want, where, and what they should be. For example, if you wanted to go with the classic, uh, you know, 2.5, season 2.5 meta of, uh, double bottom, AP mid, bruiser top, jungler, then you could do so, or you could drag things around and say, "Okay, I want to two AD carries, mid, uh, a support, bottom, and two junglers," because top lane is stupid. Yeah. you could do that. Yeah, and feasibly, if you know, it would it would go and find players, and it, it would say, "All right, well, this player said that they're ready to queue up as you know an AD carry mid." So here they are, and then both the the player and the guy who created the game have an option to say yes or no to that player, uh, you know, and then send them on their way or join the team and let's get this crazy meta on.
0: Yeah, and they and they did say that like <laughs> one thing I laughed about was the support numbers, support and jungler. Oh you know, yeah, yeah, which yeah. in case you don't know, guys are the least popular roles.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, hey, compy, what do you play? Uh, sport. What do you okay. play, Jeff? Uh, I happen to be a jungler.
0: Oh, okay. Well, good. Uh,
1: so there's do, a. <laughs> do, do you think that maybe that skews our view of like League of Legends?
0: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. But the nim- the numbers they had said they said like 15 four- percent people preferred to play support. Yeah, right. Meaning 15 mm-hmm. percent of the like in house Riot testers would rather <laughs> play a game as a support than you know work. Yeah. But... <laughs> Like, hey, we're gonna do some testing. If you, you know, if you want to, you know, put everything else on hold, you know, play a game. Uh, oh, okay, I'll play support. You know, if I, if it means I get out of, you know, forty minutes of working.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> even even if that number is uh, accurate, that still means that you know you've got the others that are all gonna be coming in at like you know twenty one percent. So you're still is there's still an advantage uh, or there's still a disadvantage to being support and that you're just outnumbered.
0: I just feel bad for Rin, like, queued for, like, 30 minutes with a Heimer mid. And people, like, (laughs) join the team and then leave.
1: See, that concerns me. That concerns me because what you'll choose your champion and you'll choose the position and then the person who's leading that game is gonna look at you because you're Heimer mid and just be like, nope. And send you along your way.
4: Q-Q-Q-Q.
1: So I get, that's, that's probably the major deficiency in this system. Yeah, the this. biggest I'm one. Sure yeah.
0: That. It's, it's prejudice, man. Yeah. I play a mean Jarvan support. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's half decent.
1: Or, you know, maybe, maybe what they'll do, cause I can see this, instead of them showing the champion, it would show that, it would guarantee that they're, uh, signed up as like a mage support or like a mage mid kind of yeah. thing. Um and but not show them what champion, and so it's like, surprise, Teemo's a support guys.
3: <laughs> well what if they could like do it based upon that, but when you get in, people can discuss, okay, I want to play as um, you know, Lulu bot or I want to play as Jarvin Bot or something like that. And if people say yay or nay, you could discuss it.
1: I think they make you lock in ahead of time so that you oh. can't abuse the system by uh, for example, picking mid and then just going, you know, full jerk and being like, yeah, yeah, no, I said that I'd go mid and uh, but no, I'm actually going to pick someone who's not ever going to be good at mid and go somewhere else, you know, mm. so that there's sort of that committing to what you're going to play ahead of time. I, I don't know. There's there's definitely a lot of tuning that's going to be required. And this is the reason why they're releasing it as a separate queue ahead of time. Yeah. So that people can test it and they <laughs> can observe and, you know, make changes and everything. But uh, there's the, the big... I think this was one of the first comments, and this is the reason that we didn't like the idea of a Dungeon Finder direct implementation, was that it would reinforce the metagame. And while we haven't talked about it a lot in, on the show recently, we've always been about breaking up the meta and trying new things. Yeah, And, you know, if you in, introduce something where you just queued up as mid or AD carry or whatever, then that clearly stifles that kind of creativity. This, people are immediately accused of that. But uh, tell me if you agree, I think this actually gets very, like, does much more for breaking the meta or encouraging players to break the meta than the current system does.
0: Oh, yeah. Because it's, I mean, you can (coughs) plan to start out breaking the meta. Yeah. I mean, like, let's do this. It's crazy. And then only people who are like, okay, yeah, let's try that are going to join your game, you know?
1: Yeah, Yeah, yeah. As opposed to right now, if you want to try anything new, you have to have friends with you. Otherwise, you're trolling. Yep. Yep.
2: I'm telling you guys, 80 Soraka, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's what it's going to be. Banana why do
0: why do I picture like aerobics, like instructors, like waving their hands in there? Banana
1: bridge. (laughs) That'd that'd be a, that'd be a great skin would be like, uh, you know, Work, uh, workout time with (laughs) Soraka. Where she's got like, you know, the, the armbands and the headbands. when I, when I was a kid. And the leg warmers. When I was a kid,
0: my mom would work out to VHS tapes. It was, it was called Jazzercise. Yeah. Yeah, Jazzercise. You remember (gasps)
1: Jazzercise?
3: Oh my God.
0: And it would play like wham, like, wake me up before you go, go. (laughs) Like the women like moving their arms and stuff. I would do it with her and I was a little kid and I didn't know any better, but.
1: Right, right. You didn't know it was lame. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't know it was lame. But I do
1: now. Yeah. Totally <laughs> lame. Exercise is stupid. Uh...
2: So, so Jazzercise Soraka? Right. Or, yeah. I was thinking Taibo Soraka. That could be good, too. Zumba? Zumba? You know, it would be, it would be nice to get a female
1: champion that does martial arts... Not weapon arts, you know, like a kali doesn't count, but you know, like kicks people and stuff.
0: Yeah. Instead of punching, does Vi count?
1: Yeah. No, no, that's, that's she that's, a pugilist. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's that's martial arts in the same way that boxing is martial arts, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is to say, technically yes, but not in the sense that we mean a martial art, right? Right you know she's getting i think we mentioned it before you know she's getting a skin she's getting a officer vice yeah skin. we talked about it last oh. episode God, I'm, I'm so
0: excited why don't you bring it up again next episode and we can go for the, I, go for you the know hat what? trick i think
1: i will you know <laughs> all right i i had people and uh luckily i was able to dodge every single one of them because i don't like uh you know, accepting <laughs> no, i had people on my birthday who were asking me you know what, what what skin do you want what skin do you want and i'm just like sitting here i'm like i'm not even gonna answer because uh you know what we're, it'll be a race see which one of you can you know get me officer vi when it comes out fastest <laughs> um but yeah. uh speaking of queuing up as some kind of crazy support soraka AD carry who knows what there are that major changes coming to the support role uh, mostly th- it sounds like the economy of the support role but we don't know exactly what they are yet uh, just one of a number of changes that are supposed to be coming with the season four preseason patch Hmm. <clears throat> so there was a uh, recent news item laid out what some of the key goals for Season 4 were. Those key goals include, one, introduce more gameplay and strategy. Two, ensure that roles and positions can experience power growth in ways that promote skill. And three, which is very, like almost directly related to two, improve game pacing and reduce team snowballing. Yay. <laughs> now, we were having a conversation before the show. And after I had read those, before I had actually gone in into detail and read everything else and my thought was, oh, so they're going to reduce or eliminate the uh reward for first blood and for downing towers to even out the economy on the teams and force players to accept that the benefit of killing somebody during the laning phase is their absence in the lane and not be yeah. so focused on that huge gold f- income that you get for uh, killing somebody.
0: Yeah, and the benefit of taking down a tower is that the tower is no longer there.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Like, all this global gold being flung around, that's, that's what causes snowballing. Uh We... You know, didn't really ever address it as a problem because it seemed like that was the way the game was designed. You know, mm-hmm. that if you, if you have a strong early game, that it forces you into a position to have a strong uh, late game and you are most likely to win. Now we did say that there were some issues with that and the idea of esports because it doesn't leave any room for a, you know, come from the, come from behind victory. And as you saw with how predictable the season uh, ended or all the season games ended, I think this is a place where they can really benefit. And I think they recognize that, too, that they want people to be able to come back from behind. It's, you know, it happens. We've all had those games, but we also all know that they don't happen as often as getting beat when you're behind.
0: Well, I'm really excited about these changes more so than last year. I mean, they did some of the things like pickpocket and all the stuff for this season but this season it seems like they're for season four they're really trying to, to change what a what we have come to call a MOBA is about. Let me tell you a little history lesson about the kind of environment that this game type came out of okay this is Warcraft 3 custom games where it was common practice when a new custom map came out to download it, open up your editor, make it to where the first player gets tons, tons of money, (laughs) then host a game and have everyone download that version where you get, you know, you basically cheat, you know? So that was the whole deal. The original Dota was designed to punish people for not knowing the game.
4: Mm -hmm. So all
0: the people who made the game and who were into the game could stomp noobs. And that was the point of it to stomp noobs. And league of legends is kind of the same way, not for the lack of trying, you know they've, Riot has done a great job making the game more accessible to new players with, you know, the battle training and all that stuff. But the uh, season four, it looks like they're really going to attack that hard. And if we can get, if we can tone down the snowballing, uh, it becomes more of a sport. And yeah. what we were saying for the season three finals and for the playoffs and all that stuff is, is just so predictable. Yeah. I mean, and we brought this stat up before that whoever's lead, whoever has the gold lead at, tw- what's it, 20 minutes?
1: Well, it's, uh, minutes? you know, it's it's at a certain percentage, it's, you know, for uh, 10 minutes and then much higher at 20 minutes. Right. But whoever, yeah, whoever has the gold lead at those points, it's a high indicator that they're going to win the game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. We made a point long time ago, probably around this time last year that uh, one of the problems with league of legends and many other mobas for that matter many, many other video games for that matter is that unlike other sports you know uh, like sp- sports ball the uh, in in league of legends if the other team scores a point gets a kill something like that it makes it more difficult for you to score That's not a situation that exists in football. You know, if the other team scores a touchdown, that does not suddenly start making it harder for your team to score touchdowns. And that's, I think, an issue that Riot wants to address. They want it to be a little bit more back and forth. They want the skill to play out. And they want, but you know, they want items, uh, and cash spent to be used to change play style. Uh, Not necessarily to be the overwhelming indicator for who's going to win the game through sheer power of statistics.
0: Right. And what's exciting is about as much as you lower snowballing, the reason I'm so excited about is because that increases the amount of risk that professional players are willing to take. Because if imagine a League of Legends where there was no snowballing whatsoever. Where where killing someone did not give you gold. The only Mm -hmm. effect was that they were dead for 30 seconds or whatever. Right. It wouldn't be that big of a deal to die in a pro game, in a pro sense. I mean, the way we play, we run in and die all the time. (laughs) 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 But, you know, for pro games, I mean, they play very, uh, most of the time, very safe. You know, they have this laning phase and they make... You know, snap decisions based on that. But I mean, if we lower, if we get rid of snowballing as much as possible, there's more risk. There's, uh, you know, more potential for more exciting play for throughout the game rather than at just certain points.
1: Yeah. Now, the key w- that uh that Riot will have to uh, or the the thing Riot will have to figure out is how to make sure that there's still uh, a significant advantage gained by. You know, killing somebody by scoring a point, downing a tower, um, and ensure that the reward of uh, increased map control or, you know, the removal of someone in lane uh, is enough to make up for the, well, not entirely make up for, but to at least somewhat make up for the absence of whatever gold changes they might make. And now remember, we're being speculative here, but I think... Uh, given our track record of uh, understanding the environment and a lot of the changes they make while we n- might not be able to give you numbers we can say pretty uh, confidently that you know this these are at least the goals and some of the methods that riot will use to achieve those goals so another one of the goals that they brought up is they want to change the way that vision works
4: yeah right
1: right now vision at lower levels of play, you know, in the bronze and silver areas is really a matter, a matter of, uh, you know, attentiveness, whichever team has the more responsible AD, uh, not AD carry, but more responsible uh, players in general who actually decide to buy awards will use them and benefit from their presence at the higher levels of play. It's all about economy. It's whoever can afford to buy the most wards. We were ending games in season three with, uh, you know, what What did you point out? Oh, I was point out
0: Edward would, had like a, a boots one and a ruby crystal mm-hmm. and at, at the end of like a 45 minute game <laughs> because he'd spent yeah. the whole time buying wards.
1: Exactly, exactly. It was a matter of economy. And that's something they want to fix, both because they don't want support to be the boring position. They want supports to be able to buy interesting items and be, you know, relevant in different ways and uh, not just be, you know, an ultimate and, uh, uh, and someone to lay down wards, especially later in the game. And one way to do that is to change the way that vision works. We don't really know what that means yet, yeah. There's but something, they've got a couple of ideas, right? Yeah,
0: they're, they're going to do a per-player ward limit, according to this, this uh, preview we got, and uh, also they said something about a trinket system, and we can't help but think that those are somehow intertwined. Yeah. Like, uh, there's going to be a support trinket that will let you lay down wards, but not too many because the player ward limit is good because the support can say, well, I put out my three wards. You know, like a like a sightstone does now. You know, be like, well, if you want that warded, you ward it your damn self.
1: <laughs> I, I'm out. I'm out. Well, what do you think of the potential of uh, the trinket system being a system that's accessible and attractive to all uh, positions and all champions? And what if they all come with some form of sight?
0: I would not be opposed to that
1: because it... uh, I I could see something where it's like. You know, ev- everyone is going to want a trinket, and the trinket. You know, some of them might do like a, uh, you know, click on area on the map every thirty seconds and it reveals it. Uh, mm-hmm. Or in some might lay down wards or something like that. Some might. Uh, I I I could see it where you know activating your trinket allows you to see uh, invisibles. You know, give mm-hmm. like a temporary, for, like a twenty second three seconds. oracle. Yeah. yeah, or yeah, or like a five second oracle or something like that.
3: That would be awesome, actually.
1: Just and, incorporating that. Yeah, and so you, what you do is, uh, you know, by having it, and I think if if they do this, I have this sneaking suspicion that the trinket is going to be a new slot. Yeah, either it's going to take a slot, like it's going to be the sixth slot kind of thing, or it's going to just suddenly it'll, you know, be kind of like a summoner spell, like you'll just have it there, and everyone's going to want to get their trinket.
0: Mm-hmm. They could do leveling trinket, like different levels of trinkets where you have to yeah. like, you know, get the, you have to put in some work to get the nicest one and it, it could be yeah. a whole new thing.
1: Yeah, exactly. A uh, new way to be spend a form IP. Of character progression. Right, right. <laughs> where your trinkets are actually something that's outside of uh, individual characters and individual games and, you know, more akin to your runes. Mm-hmm. You know, there's lots of things that we could speculate on. And all of it sounds, you know, of course, because it's coming out of our mouth, (laughs) it sounds awesome. But I'm really glad that from their language, they're actually they want to solve this problem.
0: Well, and I want to ask Christian, Christian, if you were on Jax, I mean, how would you feel about a ward, a three, a regular green ward that you got that you could place every four minutes? One,
2: just a ward that every, every four minutes, yeah, that you just got. It's like shows up in my inventory. Yeah, yeah, at the same know rate that, that you know get that, flash. That's like that's like a secondary flash from for Jax, basically. Or like, hey, oh, oh, I got a ward. I'm gonna jump to it and escape from danger. No, because... You could use it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That would be an option.
2: That's you could true. also
1: use it to, you know, like ward a river or a lane or something like that.
2: You know what? Yeah. Um just having that one ward handy um I've learned is way more valuable than uh I like, previously thought. Oh, ward no, I need to save up for my uh my revolver. I can't buy a ward No. Just having that extra ward is nice. And, yeah. like that and the, the whole idea would
0: be that you would get, there would be a certain amount of time based on when you place the ward, the The cooldown on it would be, of course, longer than the duration. So there'd be a one minute window where it's gank time. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. And, uh, <laughs> you know, following, knowing when the wards are up and down, I mean, that could turn from a support thing to an everyone thing and yeah. combining the trinkets with, I mean, I would not be opposed to giving a mid laner
1: two, two. What two oh two, uh, yeah, so they can two, keep two the words.
0: side bushes boarded
1: well I when they said trinket system, that tells me that it's gonna be some kind of item, and there's gonna be a variety, and you're gonna get to choose and pick and you know do whatever you want with it. I would really hope that it's the kind of thing where you know there's like twenty different trinkets being liberal, of course, there'd probably be far less than that. And then, you know, like there's the trinket that has two wards, but both wards only last, you know, for 40 seconds or something like that. And it recharges every time you go back. Then there's the ward or the trinket that drops one ward, but that ward lasts for two minutes and recharges every time you go back. Then there's the one that drops no wards, but allows you to uh, grant true vision anywhere on the map, uh, you know, f- every... 40 seconds you mm-hmm. know the, the, that kind of thing where they really just toy with vision and everyone gets different options and you can pick what's going to be you know best for you you know like a, a scout ward that only lasts for 15 seconds but that's on a continuous like you know one minute cooldown and has twice the range that you can drop it
2: mm. yeah you know, That'd be
1: awesome. That just messed with you, didn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> imagine, imagine <laughs> being able to uh, be doing red buff in the blue jungle and drop a ward into the barren pit. That's the kind of thing I'm talking about.
2: That's mm-hmm. that's insane.
1: Well, I, and and once of again, wars, this is just me I'm... like throwing stuff out there. But that's the kind of thing I would like them to do with vision. You know, take it, stop it from being like vi- vision right now. Let's face it, vision is a circle on the map that you put an item in the middle of.
4: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, and that's if we're, if you don't count the minions going up and down and everything. But that's the vision game. Yeah, there's an oracle that you go and you, you know, you destroy everybody else's and you vie for power. And, you know, sometimes you pick a different color of a thing that shows other people's circles, but they're circles. And they're all at a set range. Let's get, let's get a little variation here. Let's mix it up a little bit. Yeah. Give me a ward that reveals an area in the shape of a square.
0: Oh no, yeah, dude,
1: pets. <laughs> you can have a
0: you can have a pet hawk that fall, that goes on your shoulder and like every minute it goes like flies around a little bit and yeah. gives you vision and then we can have pet battles.
1: You know, it would it would, it would be uh I'm not a, I'm not opposed what? to the whole pet idea, but the pet system that's actually being like a out, you know, that you attach to your characters and everything. That's actually being done by S2 Games for their new MOBA. Oh. Yeah. Which I, I can't—I could can never remember what it's called, but it's got this kind of like evil Pixar art style going for it. It Looks kind of interesting.
2: Anyway, back to know. League. Keep so, an eye so <laughs> Back to talking <laughs> about support. If, if, there was, if there was a if there was a pet system, then who, what would the pet be for Quinn and Valor? Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter, Christian. <laughs> doesn't matter because there's not going to be a pet system. <laughs> yeah. ah.
0: Um, along these lines, X Special did post a little video, and the pros actually got to play, uh, you know, kind of beta test. like yeah. they, they went yeah. out to Riot, and they got to play the season four changes and play around a little bit for like a day. And uh, he was saying that basically their goal for supports is they have more gold per ten items, more more global gold, which I don't know it's what, what th- that means. It's just
1: to give them more gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And the he said but the interesting thing he said was that there would be more there'd be better support scaling for example if janna got more ap then her shield would provide a bigger ad buff to whoever she shielded
4: oh instead oh, of have
0: yeah instead of having a flat you know plus 50 damage if she's got ap on her it'll be 58 damage or 70 damage
1: yeah give them a I think that if you're, if, that's the thing. If if you're going to give the champions if, that typically don't get any money, if you're going to give them money and start giving them items, then you need to change their abilities as well. You Definitely. know, you're going to need to change base stats. You're going to need to change cooldowns, and probably lower them in some cases, and then give them scaling that wasn't present before.
0: Yeah, because every single champion, no matter. It- if you're playing support like scales to do more damage and it's like well as a as a janna i don't really want my whirlwind to do lots of damage you know that's to mm-hmm. that's to save my team but the shield man i'm just imagining what they could do with leona like have her like i don't know her cooldowns lowered the higher ap she has imagine <laughs> so I'm if like, you yeah.
1: had higher okay imagine this choice once again speculation what if they're talking about say On Leona, if you have more AP, that you uh, when you trigger or when other people trigger your passive, it does more damage. More AD, it makes your stuns by a certain percentage longer.
0: Mm. Yeah, they'd have to something like that. Yeah, they'd shorten them to start with. But yeah,
1: exactly. It's speculation, but that's the kind of cool stuff they could do. They could just you know mess with people's stuns. And or mess with you know additional cooldown. There's all kinds of in- creative ways that they could attack this issue. Um, in the meantime, and they've admitted to this, there are going to be so many balance issues <laughs> when they re- start rolling this stuff out. Yeah, you guys oh remember? My. You remember League of Cleavers? <laughs> that's gonna happen oh yes.
3: god no.
1: <laughs> yeah league of cleavers is coming back it might not be a cleaver this time but things are gonna be nuts it's so... gonna
2: be it's gonna be a ward with sharp teeth cleaving gonna, wards gonna come... yeah
1: every what it's gonna be is everyone's gonna get wards that basically act like jarvin t- uh
2: flagpole things yeah spear
1: it looks like flagpole when he like has it come down from the sky you know
2: Mm
1: -hmm. but it'll be like that you'll just be like ward and it'll just come from the sky and spear somebody in
2: lane
3: oh god
2: that sounds amazing and i want it (laughs)
3: lulu pentakill with a ward assist ward
2: Lulu's
1: yeah you're just dropping wards on people to kill them
2: so instead of league of cleavers there's gonna be league of wards yeah yep. right let's do it
1: um but th- i think this this is just sort of the p- public service announcement side that things are gonna get nuts over the next couple of months the next heck three months um and gotta be prepared for that it's gonna be a little zany. At some point, it's probably gonna feel maybe a bit like a Looney Tunes cartoon. But uh, but this is why we love League. It's like we we're gonna get like a brand new game. Yeah, you yeah. Know? We're getting we're getting League of Legends four <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be
0: awesome. I remember how how much fun was it, Jeff and everyone, to play season three at the beginning of the season last year. Yeah, I mean, you
1: guys might not re- remember this, but uh, there was a time where you didn't get. Some extra buff or bonus every time you killed one of the big minions in the small camps in the jungle.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That wasn't a normal thing.
2: I mean, with the beginning of Season 3, they, they prop back sort of the Divine momentarily. <laughs> That's something.
1: <laughs> All I can remember is what they took away
4: force of
1: nature hope they bring back heart of gold (laughs) all heart of gold you know what they they might Uh, because they're talking about the whole uh, adding more viable choices for gold per 10 and making them actually available to supports I could see them bringing you know heart of gold is back but here's what it does now
0: it doesn't give
1: 20 armor anymore (laughs)
2: Yeah, and or so stack. <laughs> yeah, hard cold. What about in- how about innovating locket? Anyone remember that little gem? Whoa!
1: <laughs> Only person who liked that was Udiir.
4: Oh, Udiir.
0: <laughs> Sona liked
1: oh, dear. it. Yeah, she did. Fair enough. Um, You know, I-, I realize that we we talk about all of these, but uh, there's one thing—a significant thing—that we didn't even touch on yet. The jungle's getting a fourth camp.
0: Oh man! Yeah. And, and <laughs> no, here, okay, wait. before we hear your thoughts on it, Jeff, here here are mine. I think that it's to give junglers a reason to always be in the jungle. <laughs> because right now, you clear all the camps. I mean, you're done. Yeah. You you either invade and hope that they haven't done that camp yet, or you gank, or wait until you know the wolves respawn. Right. I think having four camps is their way of Okay, if the jungler's going to leave the jungle, they're going to have to not do a camp. There's always going to be a camp there.
1: Yeah. Now, if you're if you feel a little confused right now, don't worry. When we say four camps, we're talking about the double golems. Uh, you know, if from the blue side perspective, we're talking about double golems near the bottom lane. We're talking about the wraiths near the uh, mid lane. And then we're talking about the wolves that are in between mid and top. Those are the three camps. The other two are buffs.
0: Right. That's so they're going to add another non-buff camp.
1: Right. Another equivalent wolves or wraiths or double golems kind of thing.
0: But where would you put it? The... They're they're redoing the jungle, man. You it's going to look totally different. I don't
1: also. think it's going to look totally different. I think they'll move bushes around and stuff, but you know where, the, know where I think they're going to put it? Behind and, Baron and Dragon? Um, no. They're going to put it, for, if you're on the blue side, from the blue side's perspective, if you just did the golems, uh, the, the golem for the buff, the blue buff, mm-hmm. there's that little hook up where you would go up and around the loop of trees behind you to get to uh, where the Earth's, top lane. Earth's
0: Grave is. Yeah, Earth's yeah. Grave.
1: I think that they're going to just retool that area a little bit. Move some things around for the Golem buff for the Mana buff, and they're gonna shove them right there.
2: Mm, that place is that, that that's so vulnerable to like enemy Junglers coming in because a lot yeah. a lot a lot of people well, just a, like and, war and, jump over it. Well,
1: and things things will move around, you know. But I could see them repositioning the Blue buff so it's a little bit more central, bringing the uh, Wolves. Down a little bit more, or closer to mid lane, so that they're more akin to the uh, wraiths' position, and mirror m- like mirroring the jungles just a little bit more, yeah. and then moving the yeah moving they'll balance the they'll
0: around. put they'll put two on each side is definitely what they'll do
1: yeah yeah so that's what they're doing and uh, the cynic jungler in me says that they're doing it so that uh, there's an incentive for me to gank top. <laughs> yeah because i'll already be up there getting that you know because if blue's not there i ain't going top dude sorry yeah <laughs> not happening
0: well, i mean how many times do you go up double golems i mean you can go a whole game and only do them like once
1: yeah that's true it's true do it in your first uh first walkthrough um but the, the they have said that they're doing this and the pros who have been to the the event and seen what riot's been up to all saying that they're uh trying to add variety and that the new fourth camp opens up different like i guess different paths through the jungle which Mm -hmm. i guess really if you think about it you add one over there you've added symmetry so you do have more options for where you go um i don't know necessarily if they're going to want to keep people in the jungle the entire time i think that's really more of a issue of timing and I think that if they really wanted to do that, they could have done that by, you know, adjusting damage from minions and health and all that, which they've been doing for a long time, but they've never been doing it with the goal of keeping people in the jungle. Right. So I- I'm not really sure how it's gonna pan out. I- I'm hesitant to make a-, a prediction, but I guess you know, one lane's gonna get start getting a few more ganks from me.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and just this this is the first announcement, it's got a whole lot of speculation. Of course, they're going to be coming out with more stuff in the coming weeks. Oh um, yeah, and they'll
1: be doing uh AMAs on Reddit and I'm sure there's going to be videos involved and things like that. So
0: So yeah, it's going to be it's this is a this is October's my favorite month, man. So uh <laughs> this is like the most exciting
1: time. What what items going to get the uh get the axe? Oh man. Who's getting going on the chopping block? You know who I'm picking. Who? Flask.
0: You think Flask's gonna go?
1: Yeah. I don't think that went the way that they planned it to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'd like to see regrowth pendant back.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. God, so much to look forward to. And I think we just we, we've spent like thirty minutes speculating, so
2: And it's been a blast. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm so and
1: looking and
2: forward it to it. It hasn't even happened yet. <laughs> riots, Riots, I mean, you got a lot to you got a lot to bring up now. We're just getting so hype.
1: Yeah, I'm getting pretty excited about it. And when it when it all drops, things are gonna be nuts. <laughs> it's gonna be so crazy. I mean, no
2: no pressure, right. Take your time.
1: Oh, I, all all the changes they're making, you know, they've already got something preliminary put together. We we know that because they've been showing it off. So I think at this point it's just going to be tuning. They're going to be playing with math like crazy and figuring out what really works, you know, when you scale it up to millions of players as opposed to hundreds or thousands. Mm-hmm. Uh onward and upward though. So last week. We, uh, you know, continued our little adventure and asked you to send in Q-tips for Jax. But before we get into that, we do want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Audible. Uh, you know, if you haven't checked them out before, you should. Uh, both Dave and I have been listening. You can get your free audio, uh, audio, yeah. you can get your free audiobook. <laughs> By going to audiblepodcast.com slash low L O W E L O, and, uh, look at their library, choose something, and just try it out. You know, there's no obligation. Just, we, both of us did it, and we continue to. Uh, I actually have finished the second book in the King Killer Chronicle, and the third book isn't
0: out yet. Oh, oh, I, I forgot to tell you, I got a retweet from Patrick Rothfuss today. Oh, did you? Yeah, I suggested he... Did he tell he, you when
1: the third book comes out? No,
0: but I suggested he write the third book in tweet form. <laughs> and, yeah. So I tweeted from Kvop, you know, like, to, at Ambrose, you're a jerk. But anyway, <laughs> and he retweeted it. It was pretty, I felt great.
1: <laughs> oh, that's, that's pretty awesome. But I'm waiting for the third book because oh, it, it ended on such a good point. Yep. Now, I'm get, now, so tell excited.
0: me, wasn't the second
1: one much better than the first? It was different. Like I, I would say that uh, the first one was really more depressing. Not well, not depressing. It showed a lot. I, I felt it showed more struggle. Like the whole thing about his youth in the city was just, you know, really scary. I thought this one had a lot more action and genuine character development and you you got to you got some surprises about people's personalities Hmm. and capabilities and i i okay yeah i think i enjoyed this one more than i enjoyed the first one but that but that's not to say that the first one wasn't awesome
0: oh i mean you you can't read the second (laughs) one unless you read the first one i mean you can't do that
1: uh so of course i recommend those but i'm actually listening right now to um and this was on your recommendation because you read the physical uh book Mm -hmm. i'm listening to the first book for the mistborn uh trilogy yeah yeah Yeah. i I, why can't i remember what the what it's titled (laughs) uh
0: i know the last one is well of ascension the second one is uh
1: the final empire
0: the final empire yeah
1: Yes, I'm. I'm reading The Final Empire. It's the first book in in a trilogy that's getting really good reviews, and I'm. I'm really enjoying it. Now, I was thrown off by you know. You get used to listening. I've listened to the same guy reading the you know these two books for like a total of I think it's over fifty hours at this point, <laughs> yeah. if not more, because they're really long books. Um, and then it. I switched to this book, which has a different narrator. And it's taken a little bit of time to adjust, but I'm totally into it now. Yeah. And I'm really enjoying
0: it. Yeah. And uh, we are actually reading or listening to the same author right now. Uh, Brandon Sanderson. If You guys don't know him. Cool, cool author. He's written a bunch of stuff. Um, I, I had the same thing because, and it's the same narrator because they, yeah. they do that. So I've, <laughs> I've been listening to Joe Abercrombie books and the, I come, I got used to that guy and now it's a new guy. It's, this one actually has two narrators because if you're a member of Audible, you can buy really long, expensive audiobooks <laughs> with your token, your free token. The book oh. I got was The Way of Kings, which is like a 1200 page book. It was, it costs like 60 bucks if you just buy it. But since I'm an Audible member, I got, to just used my token and it was, yeah, I got it. 45 hours long. It's actually got, t- it's actually got two narrators. It's got a, a dude and a chick narrating.
1: I want to. I I think about this, and I know this is. We're going a little bit long on uh, our sponsor talk here, but um, what other name? Another form of entertainment that you've experienced in the last year, where you were able to get that many hours out of it for essentially fifteen bucks. <laughs>
0: uh, I would. Like, I would name some like Steam sale games, maybe, 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 maybe. <laughs> but most games aren't that good Yeah, you know, i no. play for like 10 hours and i'm done
1: yeah no it's it's been a pleasure um so check it out if you haven't already of course uh go to audiblepodcast.com slash low elo and sign up for your free audiobook download so uh chris yeah chris, chris wow. what what happened who's chris
2: who, who is chris
1: so, uh Christian.
2: <laughs> hey, what's up?
1: You have a chance to look over any of those uh Jax Q-tips?
2: <sighs> yes, this definitely needed an extra week because I feel like you guys didn't have enough time to really muster your wisdom on Jax. But now the day has come I've found one.
1: Yeah, alright. And
2: I think this guy knows, this guy... He's, he's got an idea how to play Jax, and I'm gonna read his Q-tip. From Will, he writes, Jax is an all-in champion. The way to succeed as him is to always commit 100%, even if going in was a mistake, or you are outnumbered. Side note, this is also the secret to eating cupcakes with your ears. What? Huh?
3: Dude! (laughs) I learned something new already! Awesome!
0: That's what, that was our episode last week. Yeah cupcake in uh, your ear.
3: Well, I've been dead. Sorry. <laughs> well,
0: I know you don't know, but Christian should
1: remember. He was there. <laughs> oh, oh, ye of little attention span. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Are we recording a podcast? <laughs> he also wrote a Q-tip on how to play against them. The play against them is to hard disengage, i.e. Jana Old's lease and kick, um, or s- leaving sacrificial yordle support to P. <laughs>
3: Dead and I'm still getting picked on. What is this?
2: <laughs> Can't go too far. <sighs> this, this makes it sound like I killed Rin, but uh, let's leave on the down the way. Hey, hey, what's going on there? So, um, <clears throat> well, cool. It, it's all right, Rin. You're all right. You're you're, you're fine.
1: So, have you been you you been properly appeased? Then,
2: yes. We can get on with our lives. <laughs> I mean, I mean. Jax is still best champion ever. <laughs> and, you know, Will just, you know, proved my point with an excellent Q-tip. Thank you again, Will.
1: All right. So this week, I think we're going to jump into the uh, the harrowing spirit.
2: All right. So
0: this week's game, you are planning the ultimate, most epic Halloween prank ever. And you're going to get a champion to help you. So we want to know, Who's going to help you plan and execute your epic Halloween prank? What is the prank? And who's the champion that's helping you pull it
1: off? I gotcha. So, like, you know, getting Tristana to use her rocket jump to help me TP the neighbor's house or something?
0: Yeah, I mean, that that could work. You know, Or you could, <laughs> you know, use Shaco to, like, when they come to the door with the candy to deceive behind them and stab them in the back. That's not a prank. (laughs) And you take all, you take all the candy. You know, the candy is yours at
1: all. That's murder.
0: (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, we'll keep it legal. That's that's
1: murder, and you're a horrible person. But think of the candy. (laughs) I'm I'm thinking of the candy, and I've forgotten of all else.
3: I'm not trick or treating now.
1: (laughs) No, it's safe to trick or treat. It's just not safe to be handing out candy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, so uh, your, you know, which champion you're gonna bring with you, and what is your epic Halloween prank? F- send us your answer at team at lowelo.com. Now, onward to email. We got an around the world update. All right. All right.
0: Um, this one was actually missed, and I got a tweet about it asking if we had missed it, and I said yes, we did. Uh, so this one's kind of old. But we got Soul Master Kaze from Canberra, Australia, who listened to us while he was driving there, like a six-hour trip or something. And uh, his friends, fellow summoners El El Delari and Surge Monkey, got married, oh. and they actually played a Freljord theme song at their wedding.
4: Aww.
1: Nerd weddings are awesome.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they are. League of Legends weddings. We need more of those. <laughs> So, Ren, I think now is the time that, uh, I, that I ask you to marry me, live on the air.
3: Kid, who killed me the last <laughs> time, and can you please kill me again? I'm <laughs> just
0: kidding. You're a disgusting yordle corpse. <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: there's so many things that we could got, be said, and I just can't. I can't.
0: We got some more email. One from Purple Oath. <laughs> I've still says, got the
1: image of my head of, like, you know, Queen Ash waiting, you know, and then the other guy comes in as Trindamir, like, spinning a sword around in circles down the... <laughs> yeah. Oh, my oh,
0: oh that... and uh, did you guys remember the weird guitar guy?
1: Maybe. I don't know.
0: From, the, from Worlds? Oh, yeah, the, the weird, weird guitar, guitar guy. guy. That was the yeah. guitar player from Limp Biscuit.
1: What? Okay. Yes. Cool. Whatever.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so he could dress up in his weird light outfit. <laughs> anyway, uh, Purple Oath says, "Hey guys, love your podcast and your attitude. Sometimes doesn't win me every game, but it does make everyone fun. Hey, and that's what it's about. Hmm. Um, I have an idea for a lowie. The Good Guy Award for the champion who is the nicest guy to the enemy. <laughs> so." He's he's saying Alistair, Vane Leeson. who do you guys think oh. who do you guys think is the nicest, you know, champion on on the enemy team to, you know, save you? I vote for Gragas.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I was Gragas was coming to mind, but that might just be because we both recently <laughs> played a game with with Garrett Raya Tizza. Oh yeah, Tiza on Gragas. Oh, yeah. Tiza? <laughs> Yeah. It's like oh, every, every time I warwickled somebody, he's right there to blow him over to their team. <laughs> That's
0: yes! pretty funny, and we, yeah. we're used to that on Garrett, though he does that all the time too.
1: Yeah, it's you know for for sheer potential, though I do have to nominate Anivia. Oh yeah,
0: oh, oh yeah, yeah. I've been saved by some hilarious Anivia
1: walls. Yeah, by the enemy.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: I've also gotten some great kills because of the Nivea (laughs) Walls. Okay. I like it. We'll think about it. We'll think about it. More info on the Loeys to come in the following month.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So stay tuned for the Loeys. We've got Sem, 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 Sem with some some promotion action going on. Cool. Uh, Got up from Bronze 2 all the way up to Silver 2. Nice congratulations we have at atlas which wrote in last week saying he was on his way to gold and this week he achieved it so congratulations uh, on nice. getting gold
1: yeah just in time
0: and he said uh said Seju- he did it on sejuani and said thanks jeff for keeping me in the jungle <laughs> that's where
1: the cool people belong
0: and uh we talked about uh jinx for a little bit last week mm-hmm we got this really great email from Wolfsteer, uh, with just some fun factoids about Jinx in list form, which you know it's an age-old form. Why, why, why come up with a new one? He says <laughs> he says one, she has better wave clear than Sivir. Two, she has better poke than Caitlyn and Ezreal with higher range and higher AD ratios. Three. That poke is also a slow that is better than Ash, Twitch, or Kog'ma. Four, she can have a higher auto attack range than Caitlyn and Tristana. Five, she has a better attack speed steroid than Tristana. Six, she has a global ultimate better than Ezreal. I agree with that. Seven, yeah. she has a Caitlyn trap on steroids. Correction, she has an Anivia wall that roots you. <laughs> Eight, she has a better position reset on kill or assist than Tristana. And 9, her mana regen is better than every other 80 carry at, le- at level 4, so she can do all of this more often.
1: Yep. <laughs> now, uh, this might be a good time for us to also note that uh, while we don't talk about the PBE very often, right now there's roughly a 30% effectiveness cut to uh, her planned in patches on the PBE. So, yeah. <laughs> it, it's not going to last. We all know that she's busted um but i think that her gameplay will endure and so she'll continue to be fun
0: this brought up the question to me though in all in all our years of playing league of legends and seeing new champions come out which champion do you think was the most op at launch
1: most op at launch
2: uh sona
3: yorick
1: Really?
2: No, York, York was oh, since, York? since no. I've
3: been playing. Since I've been playing. No, for the first no, no. When York it, launched, oh wait, no, he was no. terrible.
1: Yeah, like you you would cast three spells and you'd be out of mana for oh, the rest of the yeah, game. Oh, Never
3: mind, I mixed up. <laughs> That's right. He started bad, but then they overbuffed him. Then they overbuffed yes,
1: him. Yes, yes, then they overbuffed
3: him. I mixed up, I'm sorry. They overbuffed him afterwards.
1: But on
0: so. release, uh, should I remind you of Vayne on release?
3: Oh, shit. was pretty busted. Yeah, Vayne was.
0: Serious.
1: Graves.
0: Oh, my
1: God. <laughs> Graves was pretty nutty. Even going back to Misfortune.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Misfortune. All the carries was... have been broken.
0: Exactly. That's
1: my well, point. I that... think that there's, uh, there's, you look at the 80 carries, it's one-upmanship. Mm-hmm. They keep trying to yep. one-up their previous designs, and part of that is that they just get crazy with the ratios.
0: Yeah. I mean, you can do mages, you can do a bunch of interesting stuff with. You know, you can, they can, they're doing spells. Sometimes it works,
1: sometimes it doesn't. It's like the crazy people
0: in the art department. They're doing spells and all this stuff and jumping around. 80 carry. I mean, how many different ways can you just shoot someone at range and have it be interesting? So it's like, it's 80 carries that are always the super OP ones.
1: I think Zareth should have been an 80 carry. What? Serious? Uh, Oh, well. That's silly. No, think about it. No, I
0: thought about it just now, and that's silly. (laughs) I've decided. All right, all right. Anyway, that's the email.
1: Okay. (laughs) Well, we're all happy she's getting nerfed.
0: Yeah.
3: She's still cool, though.
1: Oh, that was all the email. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, <laughs> you're messing with me for a second there. Um, all right, let's get into our iTunes reviews. Now, of course, uh, if you want to send us email, it's team at lowelo.com. Uh, if you want to send us iTunes reviews, uh, well, that's going to be on iTunes. Surprise. So we've got one new review showing right now. And uh, these things seem to be delayed lately, but this new review is by... Arcturus16, who says this podcast is OP. and I'll read a little bit more into it for Dave's sake. He says, as a, fo- as a fellow Austinite, I rate Woo! this podcast up there with football and barbecue. Yeah!
4: Those are our <laughs> Low favorite <Elo> things. Covers,
1: <laughs> Low Elo covers every aspect of improving your game with an insightful and humorous cast that needs to get off topic more often. I thank Low ELO for completely curing my league rage while also keeping me up to date with esports patch changes, the latest trends. Please keep the quality content coming and healing missiles, OP. (laughs) Thanks, George Lucas. (laughs) I added that part, you know. Thanks for the healing missiles,
0: Mandalorian. Right. So yeah, guys, come down to Austin. I'll take you out for some great barbecue. You can pay for it, but I'll take you there.
1: You know, I had <laughs> uh, I had some friends recently that went to Austin, spent a few days down there, and when they came back, they did. They would not touch American food. <laughs> they were like you know one at one point we made the suggestion of actually going to a barbecue place because you know me and some of the guys who didn't go to austin were you know kind of craving it and they're like oh god no no (laughs) no we can't do it let's get greek or something
0: (laughs) little factoid here austin has the most movie theaters per capita in the world
1: that's weird yeah you guys really like movies?
0: And it's the live live music capital
1: of the world. Hmm. you guys just declare yourselves this? No, dude. <laughs> <It's> science. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: Science. All right. Fair <laughs> enough.
3: Is it illegal to bathe a donkey in a bathtub there, too?
0: What? No. Hell no. <laughs> dude, I got old chubby in the bathtub right now. <laughs> That's an entire mm-hmm. cottage industry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, they sell uh, bathtubs specifically made for donkeys.
1: <laughs> yep, they're called dubs.
0: Rolling on dubs. That's where uh, that comes from. You're
1: welcome. Yeah, no. If if you've lost the conversation, thank you for your iTunes review. <laughs> mm-hmm. Send more. Keep them coming. And if you uh, hit us up with an iTunes review from another country other than the United States, let us know via email. And we'll be happy to read it on the air still. Oh, oh, so, and, that, uh, and that guy,
0: little... uh, what's his name? Arturo Soulmaster Soul Master Kaze. He said he oh. left one on the Australian iTunes, so thank
1: Oh, you. okay. There you go. See? We're following through.
2: Just to uh, give you guys a little more incentive to give us some iTunes reviews, we are at 699 customer reviews. Oh, who wants to be See, 700? One more for 700.
1: Oh yeah, look at that. Yeah, 699 customer reviews, 766 five-star ratings. Yeah, we're getting up there. Ooh. The next one's going to be number 700 for the for the text reviews, but uh, I'm yeah. still I'm still adamant I want 800 by the end of the year. Yeah. I want 800 by the end 80. of the year. It's only 34 more. We got we, this. We got it. We got it. Yeah. 34 yeah. five-star ratings. We right. Got this, guys keep it coming all right all right all right now um i guess this is kind of the point in the podcast where i'd normally read out uh, how to contact us and how to say hello and all that isn't
2: it uh, i believe so hmm yeah we're good. <laughs> it doesn't change has it
1: no no i just i, I feel like it, it came too fast and I'm just having so much fun. Do you along? just have yeah. a
2: moment of clarity don't, there for us? Don't want it to be over.
1: <laughs> I don't want it to be over. But it'll All come right. back again. Will you?
3: I Well, I don't know. Are you guys going to keep killing me and rezzing me again? Or what? how are we doing this?
1: Never Oh, we'll keep killing
0: you. Again. Whether we keep rezzing you
1: is that's another <laughs> question.
3: <laughs> Boy.
1: <laughs> All right. You can email us at any time. Really. Seriously, any time. That's how email works. It's lowelo, Elo, a team at lowelo.com. Sorry,
0: email is closed yeah. right now. Please check it
1: later. <laughs> you can also tweet us individually at any time. Once again, that's how tweets work. You can reach me on Twitter as EatGamer. Dave is lowelo Elo Dave. Christian is CT Feltz. And Rin the Yordle is no longer Rin the Yordle, right?
3: Shock and awe! I changed it to Rin goes boom.
1: Oh, it's so weird. Okay, and Rin the Yordle is Rin goes boom. <laughs> All right, yeah. A I just that's, I how got got of that's how she died.
3: <laughs> I went boom, guys.
2: Right. So yeah, we resurrected Rin. You're welcome.
1: Yeah. Seriously. But
0: put it. Never mind the technological achievement. I mean, she's back on the show. <laughs> 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 what, what more do you want?
1: Yeah. Now, if she doesn't ever make it back and you want to go and listen to Rin, you can check our back episodes at lowelo.com. It's also a good place to catch up with the community, sign up for our forums, maybe leave us a few comments here and there. We do read them, we really do. And uh, you can also catch our stream there by just clicking the live button at the very top. Or you could head over to twitch.tv slash community and give it a follow. That way it will notify you when we come online. We've got some great casters doing community five, <clears throat> uh, five Actually, and fives. Can, can I butt in here for a sec? No.
0: Yeah. All right. We need more casters, guys. I'm going to do it. If you oh. guys want to cast for low elo. Then send me your Twitch channel and have examples of you casting to Team at Loilo. To Team like, at Loilo
1: or a David Loilo. So either one. Ooh. Send it to David Loilo. I don't care. Ooh. <laughs> I just threw out your email address because it's not available publicly on the About page on the website. <laughs> yeah. So no,
0: honestly, we you know we have good we have Restart, Unbent, Tomcat, you know, going like two, three, four nights a week. We want people. We need more. We want it to go twenty four seven. So this is the casting call. If you guys feel like you want to cast, then do it. Do it yeah. and send me send me a video of it, and uh, we can we can talk.
1: Yep. Make sure that you're set up, ready to go, and drop in. And uh, I, I look forward to seeing what comes of this casting call. Yeah. I almost feel like doing another evil laugh, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You I'm gonna at my break evil laugh quota, then. right? <laughs> Now you can also hit us up on Facebook, as neglected as it is right now. We'll fix that at some point. It's facebook.com slash low elo community. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening. This has been episode 91 of low elo. Man, time is going by fast. It's crazy, isn't it?
0: I remember episode one. I don't. that was 90 episodes ago.
1: <laughs>
3: Thanks. Yay, compy did math. Oh,
1: Thank man. you. <laughs> I'm Jeff Wyckoff, aka Eat Gamer. That guy right there is Dave Quarles, aka Compy386. Say goodbye, Dave.
0: Goodbye, everybody. Have a have a nice
1: Halloween
0: and oh, get lots
1: man. of candy. I'm so looking forward to it. There were so many cupcakes at the office today. <laughs> What, we welcome sure? back Rin the Yordle. Or sh- can we call you Rin the Yordle? Or should we just say Rin now?
3: You can still call me Rin the Yordle? No, I'm
1: just gonna Rin call you Rin, Rin, Rin now. No, because oh, you're not Rin the Yordle anymore. I am a Yordle you, you, re-branded. you rebranded. You rebranded. Oh now you're God, just I mean. Rin. You're, no.
2: you're Rin the Animated Corpse. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm gonna change my Twitter name just temporarily. Rin you're is dead. Franken Rin.
1: <laughs> Frank and Rin. <laughs> Yeah, that's Frank and Rin and uh, Christian Felts, aka all your base one two three.
2: Happy to kill you, Rin. I mean res- Resurrector. I mean, what are we talking? About?
1: And on that bombshell. Thank you very much for listening. Good night, and don't forget summoners. Stay classy.